0: Hey, you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to The Reach Hangout. For February, I have decided to introduce to you guys another series. This series is three parts discussing the emotional roller coaster of life, which we discuss in every episode of the podcast, but we'll still be focusing on three main topics for the month of February. So, part one, we discuss how our happy place is every space. In part two, we discuss being like minded and if we want people in life to pour into to us, we must first pour into ourselves and stay connected with God. And now we are at the final episode, okay, for the series. So brace yourself. Today's conversation centers on regret. In other words, not letting go of the past and allowing guilt to become the forefront in your present and future self because you wish you could have done things differently. So that being said, let's grab our beverage of choice. For me, it's going to be water, of course, snacks, and a notepad, or go to the notes section on your phone for today's episode called Backsliding. Again, today's episode is called Backsliding. So let's get into it. In life, we will eventually experience a trigger or moment of reminiscing, whether it's a good or bad memory. And if you are someone like me who plays out the whole conversation beforehand, then the conversation that I do have physically don't match the conversation that I played in my head, and I don't get a proper comeback until days later, hours later, weeks later, months later, (laughs) because it randomly just popped up in my head. All of that is a response of regret. Regretting that you didn't get the final word. Regretting that you didn't mend things before walking away. Regretting that you allowed yourself to fall into the hands of temptation. Regret, 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 Guilt and regret can come in the form of various scenarios and encounters. I am not saying on this episode that we can't be regretful moving forward in our life because I am remorseful for the things that I have done prior and it was a learning experience for me and I'm still learning and I'm still growing. However, I choose not to allow it to carry so much weight in my present. I can sometimes allow my actions and the actions of others to replay in my mind consecutively. And if I am not too careful, I can let my thoughts confine me to the part of my life. And if I become stuck in that part of my life, y'all, my focus shifts to not seeking growth because that past situation, that past experience, that past whatever it was, has now taken forefront of my mind. And I, I become attached to the thing forever, like it's now my label of who I am. And if we are being honest on here, we all have had those moments of reminiscing. We all have had those moments while reminiscing. Maybe I should go back. I can go back to that complacent relationship that only fulfills my lustful spirit, not purpose. I can go back to living my life how it was in the beginning because I wasn't harming anybody. I could go back to sin for the one time, one time and just ask for forgiveness I can go back to the person that people label me to be because I'm so tired of trying to prove myself to people. I could go back. Those statements that we make when we say I could go back places us back in that memory, back in that situation. And I have been there. And you know, something that God had to reveal to me was that no matter what I may do, no matter what I may say, the response will still be the same. If I had the opportunity to rewind and fix everything that has transpired, I still can't control how a person may perceive what I have given to them because they can receive whatever I say differently. They can receive whatever I may do differently. So if we could go back and rewind things, it's all based upon how that person interprets that. You know, I was reading the book of Exodus um, and it talks about how God freed the Israelites from Egypt and now he's leading them into their promised land. And the key verse that really stuck with me since reading Exodus was chapter 13, verses 17 through 18. And it says this. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though it was shorter. God said if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by the desert road toward the Red Sea. If it didn't click, let me just read it one more time. When Pharaoh said, let my people go, God did not lead them to the shortest route because God knew if they were to face war, it might change their minds and return them back to Egypt. And when they were in Egypt, they were in captivity. So God led them around the desert to get to the Red Sea. Immediately, 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 immediately after reading that scripture, a light bulb went off in my head about how God will protect us from backsliding to our sins. God will protect us from backsliding to our sins. And yes, we are aware that God allows us that free will, but God In this particular part in the verse of the Bible, which can still correlate today, God said in so many words, my people are too weak to handle any more discourse, any more disruption to their situation, to their life. So I will shield them. I am going to shield them. I am not going to allow them to place themselves back further because they feel like the grass was greener on their side. And I'm trying to lead them out of captivity. So I'm not gonna lead them into a place where it might cause them to become triggered and go back. So God decides to shield his people. God decides to shield them. And sometimes with God's protection, it will cause us to take the longer route. Because even though we may think the shortest route is the easiest route, God knows that sometimes that easy route will lead us back into the hands of temptation, will lead us back into the hands of the enemy, will lead us back into the hands of sin. And yes, we all get to that point in our life because I have been there where we try to weigh the lesser evils. Well, this isn't as bad as before because we're tired of getting hit after hit after hit and we're tired and we're trying to obey God. We're trying to do what God has called us to do. But it's like, God, I don't have anything else to give. When are you going to intervene for me? When are you going to answer my prayers? I've been fasting. I've been praying. I've been crying. God, hear me. Me, please, God, hear me. And sometimes we can just get to a point where we become unbothered and we're just going to stay in our mess and we become content in our mess. And I will even go the extra mile and say we're not only content in our mess, we're confident about it, too. I wasn't ready to address and make the sacrifices that comes with change. And we have to get in our minds that with change, it will not always be a skip and a hop and the blessings and the glory of the Lord. Yes. God is our father. Yes. God is our keeper. Yes. God is our protector. God is so many things in our life, but as we are traveling to our promised land, it's not always going to be a skip and a hop. And sometimes personally, for me, as I am evolving prior me, I was not ready to let go of my trauma. I was not ready to let go of my flaws. I wasn't ready to let go of my hurt, my toxicity, the abuse that I've been through and et cetera, because I just became too tired. I was content in my mess and I was repeating that cycle time and time and time again, saying this is going to be my last day. I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. I'm going to change. But we know when we made that statement saying this is going to be our last time, it's not really going to be our last time. And if we don't match up that energy that we are speaking in our mindset, we will still be bound to the things that is trying to attach itself to our name. And that is not the purpose that God has in store for our life. We cannot allow life and people and situations to strip us from the best versions of ourselves and taunt us and guilt us because that's not what God has in store for us. He is trying to help us avoid placing ourselves back into the hands of captivity, We must remember that we are in God's hands so we don't have to worry about that, that taunts and that guilt that tries to overcome and overtake us. Yes, in certain scenarios and like we should, you know, rectify things, but that's only if God instructs us to. But if God doesn't instruct us to do that, that's none of our business. We don't have to worry about the things of our past. Don't guilt yourself about something that happened years ago. Don't guilt yourself about something that happened months ago because God is moving you to newer heights. God is leading you to your promised land. It's not our responsibility to fix every single problem that we encounter. Give it to God because we are in God's hands. So give it to God. God mends the broken heart. God allows peace and grace to cover every single last situation that we have faced because God knows the sincerity of our hearts. God knows that we are really trying to become the best versions of ourselves. So if you have allowed yourself past time, present time to heal from things and it still tries to come to the forefront of your mind, don't let it guilt you. Say, you know what, God, in that moment you rebuking, and you say, God, I thank you for the growth, that I'm not where I used to be, that I'm not in a place of confinement anymore, that I am growing, that I am pruning in you to become the person that you have ordained me to be, because God, I know this is all going to work out for my good. So I'm not gonna let it guilt me because I'm a child of God and God's peace surpasses all understanding. And if it continues to bother me, I am going to go to my father and I'm going to ask God, my father, to bring me peace about that situation and intervene. God intervene for me. And as you are intervening, God, please supply that person, that situation, whatever it is, grace and mercy, but intervene for me. God can still intervene in situations no matter how long it's transpired. I don't care if it happened decades ago. I don't care if it happened years ago. I don't care if it happened months ago, days ago. God will intervene upon situations that already has transpired. So if you need healing, God can give you that healing. If you need clarity, God can give you that clarity. If you need instruction, God will give us that instruction. We cannot keep going through life, letting anything and everything that reminds us of our past to trigger us back into the person that we are no longer Don't allow life and situations to trigger you back into that person because that is not who you are. You are a child of a king. You have dominion. You have authority. You have power. You have purpose attached to your name. So no matter what you may be facing, no matter what you may be going through, do not allow it to trigger you to say, I could go back. You do not, we do not need to go back. Once we repent to God with the sincerity of our hearts and continue to walk in our purpose, we are reborn again. So that person that maybe did whatever, said whatever, allowed people to treat them however, that's not who we are anymore. Yes, we can return to it, but why would we? The grass is not greener on the other side of who we used to be. Anytime in life, when we are trying to progress, no matter what the scenario may is, it's always going to come with restriction. It's always going to come with a kickback. But we must remember our focus and our end goal, that it all works together for the good of those who are called according to his purpose. God said that it will work out for us. So we have to remember that it will work out no matter what. It will work out. So let's stay on the path that is destined to us, that is assigned to us and not beat ourselves up about the things we cannot change. As we are still evolving, mishaps will happen, like I have said, but we should just allow ourselves that grace because we are trying the best of our ability. And that's what God wants from us to show up every single day, giving him our even when we may be tired, even when we, even when we may be reluctant, God wants us to present ourselves and be present and take the initiative to say, God, I'm still going to continue to seek your face. I'm still going to continue to stay prayed up. I'm still going to continue to do what you have called me to do because I am not trying to be bound. I'm not trying to be In the hands of the enemy. I don't want that for my life. I want to be filled with peace. I want to be filled with wholeness. I want to be filled with joy. God, I want all of your fruits of the Spirit. So we can't allow ourselves to backslide in moments of inconvenience, in moments of aggravation, in moments of desperateness. The things we cannot control, chop it off as a lesson. Say, you know what? I can't control this. This is in God's hands. I'm going to learn from it, you know, what not to do, what not to replicate, and how can I continue to push forward? Because I really want to walk on my path that is ordained for me. We decide to keep going. We decide to allow things to present itself in our present and our future from our past. If you don't want it to present itself, don't acknowledge it. Continue to stay connected with God and God will maneuver and move and place you wherever you need to be. So don't let your past come to your forefront and stop you in your present to place you back into the hands of captivity because that is not you. Anymore, You are doing a phenomenal job. You are doing a great job. Don't stop choosing to become the best version of yourself. Every day, make yourself show up and say, I am going to be present for myself. I am going to be present for the Lord and I'm going to continue to seek who I am called to be. Change takes time. Sometimes we can see little nuggets because God will give us that confirmation, but the change that we are seeking, that's an abundance of change, it doesn't happen in one day. When you have those moments, say to yourself, you know what, I'm investing in myself. I'm putting in that time because with an investment, you don't get money on the forefront once you put in. It takes time for that that percentage to grow. So look at yourself as I'm placing an investment in myself. I'm going to give you guys this quick little um, story time and then we're going to sign off this thing. But, you know, when I have my moments of being down and out, I kid you not, this song repeats in my head time and time and time again. And if you follow me on Instagram, I recently posted it. But the song is called... Give Me You by Shawna Wilson. Anytime I am down and out, I create a space where God can intervene in my life because I don't know what else to do. So when I'm feeling down and out, I just, I stop what I'm doing and I say, Give me you, everything else can wait. Lord, give me you, I hope I'm not too late lord give me you lord give me you lord give me you lord give me you say it me placing myself in an endless cycle of mind manipulation and torment of things that I have evolved from, things that I'm trying to progress from. I create a space where I'm like, God, intervene. You don't have to sing Gimme You. You don't have to play Gimme You, but create a space For God to intervene and not say, well, the grass was greener where I just left. No, where God is leading you to is your promised land. So all of the parts of this series connects. I cannot allow my emotions to control me. I allow what I want to allow. My happy place is my happy space. So I am going to allow positivity to enter into my life like-mindedness. I want to be surrounded by the things that God has called me to become, right? So I have to pour into myself. I have to allow God to prune me and to teach me. Hand in hand, I'm I'm bringing in positivity and I'm also putting in the work. And backsliding, I'm not going to go back to where I just came from because where God is leading me to is greater. So I'm not going to torment myself. I'm not going to allow other people to torment me because it's all going to work out for my good. And that is on period. Well... Our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share your special thoughts in the comment section. Share slash tag a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. friend. (laughs) Your girl is on the podcast. And make sure your post notifications are on to know when the next episode drops. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel Lydia's Chronicles by subscribing, liking, and commenting so I know that you found me and I am going to drop my Valentine's day weekend or what i did for valentine's day so stay tuned for that because your girl had a blast okay and all of my socials will be linked in the description box if no one has told you this today i love you god loves you and jesus loves you too but other than that this is your sister friend cousin daughter next door neighbor and homie lydia signing off until we meet again We must remember the end game on here is to grow, to be the best versions of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with with God, y'all. I love you, SBCs, and until we meet again, bye.